Welcome to The Practice, a podcast dedicated to unpacking the challenges and joys of being human in this unprecedented time. Each episode will delve into a different aspect of the practice of living with the goal of leaving you empowered to go out into the world as your best self embodied. Hello, friends. I'm so excited to be here with you today, if only via voice. And today I'm here to chat with you about meditation. So meditation is something that's been around since the beginning of time. That being said, it's kind of come and gone in terms of popularity over the ages. And right now it's currently incredibly popular, which is awesome. And it probably means that you have encountered it in some way. Maybe you've tried to meditate. Maybe you've had a friend who's working on meditating as part of their New Year's resolution. Maybe you've been invited to a meditation. Whatever it might be, you may have found yourself wondering, okay, what is meditation actually? And what would that look like if I showed up to this meditation? Or what would it look like if I practiced it? And beyond that, why should I even consider practicing it? What is it, you know, what is the benefit? What is it going to bring into my life? And I am here to kind of just address all of those different things. So one of the most common misconceptions with meditation is that it involves a person having a completely blank mind. And from this place of blankness, somehow a person transcends this world and is suddenly enlightened and able to see and understand far beyond the normal realms of humanity. And while there may be bits and pieces of that that have some reality with meditation, ultimately it's nothing like that. While we might wish that we could instantly make our brains blank, if you've at all sat and tried to empty your mind, so to speak, you've maybe realized just how challenging that is. So to address that first misconception, meditation is not the complete emptiness within a mind. Rather, meditation is observing the mind in real time. So as a person sits in meditation, if they're sitting in complete stillness and silence anyway, because there are, again, various forms of meditation, but if they go the, the more traditional route, sitting in silence and in stillness, it's simply their task to observe and say, oh, okay, here's a thought entering my mind, and try to kind of watch it go by as though on a ticker tape, so to speak. And as the thought goes by, the person recognizes, okay, that's, that's a thought. It is not who I am. Right? And that's a big thing to realize and actually put into action is to recognize we have a lot of thoughts. We are not our thoughts. And sometimes we have thoughts that we don't like and we don't want to have in our minds. And other times we have thoughts that are pretty exciting and creative. And ultimately, all of those things are separate from us. And it's, it's up to us. We get to choose if we are going to acknowledge and act off of that thought, or if we're going to let it just float by. But ultimately in meditation, we try to take on that role of observer, seeing our thoughts as separate from us and being really gentle, but saying, okay, I don't need to think about that right now. 
and then drawing awareness typically to a physical anchor. So oftentimes it's the breath. And in the school of meditation that I've been coached within, we're often focusing on specifically the exhale, that ease of the exhale, the effortlessness of the exhale. And we're trying to feel that in the body, in our energetic system as well, and say, okay, every exhale, I'm going to be fully present for it. And that's going to be all I experience in that moment is just the ease of the exhale. And sure enough, a few moments later, the mind does get carried away by a thought, and it's simply our job to extricate ourselves from that thought. Again, see that thought as separate and say, okay, I'll come back to that later, but not right now. The process of meditation is ultimately to create space because with space comes clarity. We can think of an analogy of this as finding a vantage point while on a hike, right? If you live within a city and you're typically down on the streets and sidewalks of that city, your view is limited to whatever couple blocks are ahead of you. And you're often distracted by all the things going on around you. But if you have some nearby hills that you're able to climb into and overlook the city, suddenly you can't make out individual people. Suddenly everything becomes a little more distant from you. And from that overlook, you maybe have a little more perspective. Your city that feels large when you're in it and feels immediate when you're in it, suddenly you see that it does have limits, that it does end, and that it really, in the bigger picture of things, is just a tiny little part of your world. And we do the same in meditation with our thoughts. We see that, okay, that thought maybe feels big. It feels important. It carries a lot of emotional reaction from me, but it's just a part of this experience in this moment, and it helps to gain some space from that. Another thing we can think about with meditation is that it can truly look so many different ways. As I mentioned, sometimes people prefer to sit in silence. Other times people prefer to be guided through a meditation. So free apps like Insight Timer, for example, have a program option to either listen to ambient music that maybe, you know, kind of softens the, the noise of your immediate surroundings and gives you something to tune into. Otherwise, there are actual guided meditations that guide you through different thought processes or physical releases and so on. And if you're curious about meditation, I'd really suggest that you start there. Start with someone guiding you through, giving you some pointers to think about and explore, right? You might have a meditation teacher that you're like, oh, that did not work for me. That doesn't mean that meditation doesn't work for you. It means maybe that style, maybe that specific teacher didn't resonate with you, and that's fine. Experiment with a couple others. See what's out there. Ultimately, this is a very personal practice, and it's about doing what feels good to you, what creates space and clarity for you. And it's going to be different maybe than what creates space and clarity for the person next to you. So being willing to explore really does help you find what may work best. The final thing that I'm just going to offer in this meditation overview is that 
Well, actually, there's a couple of things. First of all, whatever comes up in a meditation is feedback, not failure. That is a quote from Tara Brock, who is an incredible meditation teacher and someone I would totally recommend listening to as you start to get into meditation. She has great little meditations on things like Insight Timer, for example. But that being said, whatever comes up is feedback, not failure. Right? If you're sitting there and you're like, oh my gosh, my brain is just nuts today and I cannot let it go. That's okay. Right? There's, that's just a, an indication of your energy, of your mind right now. And it doesn't need to be something that you judge yourself for. Right? Meditation is not about achieving a certain goal. It's about recognizing and truly seeing our reality. And so in observing that your mind is chaotic, bam, you're doing it right there. And finally, if you truly are interested in implementing this as a practice, consistency matters far more than duration. I'm going to say that again. Consistency matters far more than duration. As you try to start a meditation practice, it would be far more impactful to meditate for two minutes every single day than to meditate for 10 minutes once a week. We want to ultimately train our minds to find these meditative moments all throughout a busy day. Not even when we're just sitting in purposeful meditation, but when we're at work and we're in this maybe tense moment that we can separate ourselves from our thoughts and gain a little perspective before re-engaging. So consistency matters far more. And if you have specific questions about, hey, here's, here's my setup, here's, you know, I'm, I can't find a comfortable seat, or I, I want this type of, you know, meditation teacher, here's what I'm interested in, please reach out to me. I could go over all of that, but it's so different for each person that in order to do it all justice, I would be here for another hour. And so if you have questions about things specific to you and your interest in starting this practice, please reach out. I would love to offer any insights I might have or connect you with people who I think might be able to serve as a resource to you. Ultimately, meditation has had an incredible impact in my life. And I think anybody who really has practiced it has had that same experience. I've yet to meet a person who says, you know what, meditation just didn't do anything for me or much less that it negatively impacted them in some way. So if you find yourself craving that space, craving a little more clarity, a little more ease, I really suggest just dabbling in it and seeing where it might take you. As always, if you have questions, comments, anything, please don't hesitate to reach out. I am here for you. To follow along with my work, you can find me on Instagram at brooke underscore being. If you're interested in contacting me for a private yoga or life coach consult, please send an inquiry to brookedavidsonyoga at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.